This is the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast, a weekly show to help you prioritize your health, happiness, and well-being so that you can thrive in the classroom and in life. I'm your host, Ellen Ronalds Keane. Enjoy the podcast. today's episode, I'm going to explain one of the biggest comments that I hear and one of the biggest barriers or fears that people tend to have about self-care, which is that self-care is selfish. So we're going to talk about my response to that comment. Um, Is self-care selfish? I think the short answer is maybe. As sensible adults, we, we can probably appreciate that like most things in life, the answer is often it depends. Um, It depends on the context. It depends on the what. What kind of self-care are you talking about and what is the impact on others? Um, It also depends on how, when and where. After all, there's a proper process, time and place for most things in life and self-care is no different to that. Most importantly, in my opinion, it depends on why. Why are you practicing this particular type of self-care in that particular manner, you know, at this time and place? What's the intention? What's your aim? What's your purpose for doing so? Obviously, it's, it's a pretty nuanced thing. But actually, I believe wondering if self-care is selfish is the wrong question to be asking in the first place. I've been pondering and studying this for the better part of a decade, and I've had a lot of conversations about it. Usually when people ask this question, that in itself can say a lot about who that person is. It, it, it can tell me about their values, their beliefs, their mental and emotional state, um, as well as their intention and any hidden agendas that they might have. There's actually nothing wrong with the question in and of itself. It's just that, you know, asking is self-care selfish barely scratches the surface of the real issue. The quality of our lives depends on the quality of the questions that we ask. And I think that is self-care selfish is not the highest quality question that we could be asking in this instance. So, Let's talk about some alternative questions that might help us consider the whole issue a little bit more deeply. What about is self-care wrong? Is it narcissistic? Am I going to get into trouble if I practice self-care? Will it make me a bad person? Is self-care irresponsible? Is it inconsiderate? Is selfishness or being self-centered actually a problem? Can something be both selfish and selfless at the same time? Can being selfless actually be selfish? And will self-care make me a better person? All of these are questions that we might consider in and around that initial question of is self-care selfish? The tricky part is that, once again, the only short answer to most of these questions is it depends. To start with, it depends by what you mean by self-care and, you know, As we've discussed, in some circles, that's limited to more superficial contexts, such as just getting a massage or a a facial. You know, when you ask the question, is self-care selfish about getting a massage, that's a very different conversation than if when you say self-care, you're referring to more in-depth actions like eating right or reducing your stress or getting enough sleep or following your doctor's orders and, you know, taking your medication on time. Depending on your definition of self-care, that's going to completely change the conversation. 
So for the sake of this conversation, uh, my definition of self-care is all of the above. And it's all those five facets, physical self-care, mental self-care, emotional self-care, personal self-care and spiritual self-care. So all of that's included. Yeah, all right, Ellen, but is it selfish? Well, is going to your follow-up appointment with your doctor selfish? Is taking your medication on time selfish? Is eating right and exercising selfish? What about reducing stress and getting enough sleep? Is getting a massage or a facial selfish? What about brushing your teeth? Is brushing your teeth selfish? Is it selfish to put your seatbelt on every single time you get in the car? Is it selfish to set boundaries with rude or abusive people? Are you being selfish if you are doing something that has no greater purpose but also no negative consequences just because you like it and it's fun? What about the question, is self-care irresponsible? I think it's pretty easy to see from those previous examples that a lot of those self-care activities aren't entirely self-centered. Yes, they're centered on the self first and foremost, but every single one of them can have benefits greater than the immediate benefit to the self. Just because they're all about you doesn't mean that they are inconsiderate or irresponsible acts. Quite the opposite, really. Brushing your teeth every day is a really good example. Obviously, the immediate benefit is that you have clean teeth and over time, you need less dental work, which means fewer painful trips to the dentist and expensive dental bills. It's a simple daily habit and most of us complete it without even thinking about it and we never worry if we're being selfish by avoiding cavities and extra expenses. And even though brushing our teeth every day is technically self-centered behavior, it doesn't take a genius to see that it's also considerate and responsible behavior as well. It's much more pleasant for others to be around us in the short term when we have clean teeth and fresh breath. In the long term, We free up appointments at the dentist's office for people who really need them and saving money on dental bills means we might have more to give to charity if we so choose or simply reduce the financial burden on others who have to support us. It also reduces the likelihood of missing work because of an emergency dental issue, which also means that we're reducing the burden on our colleagues to have to pick up the slack if we suddenly have to go to the dentist for an emergency root canal. The same thing can be said for pretty much any kind of preventative physical or mental health practice. Eating right, taking your medication, exercising, getting enough sleep, reducing stress, meditating and having good clean fun are all examples of important but not urgent behaviour. But they make a big difference over the long term for both you and those around you. The problem with something that's important but not urgent is that it can be put off and there will probably be few short-term consequences. However, over the long term, not doing these things will end up negatively impacting both you and those around you. So yeah, it might be selfish in one sense, but it's fairly easy to see that it's actually responsible at the same time. So that question of is self-care selfish, you know, the answer is already becoming nuanced. What about instead of is self-care selfish? What if we asked, is self-care inconsiderate? That's where things start to get a little bit murkier. One of the reasons is self-care selfish isn't the best question to ask about this issue is that I think the question itself often misses the point of why people are actually asking. The question, is self-care selfish, kind of hints at the possible fears of the person asking, but it, it doesn't make them explicit. 
I'm a big believer in naming and acknowledging our fears though because so often it's in suppressing and hiding them that they have power over us. Elizabeth Gilbert in her book Big Magic talks about this and she has this great metaphor about how she lets her fear know that it's allowed to come on the drive with her but it doesn't get to hold the steering wheel and it certainly doesn't get to control the radio station. Fear sits in the back seat. It's along for the ride. She acknowledges it but it's not in control. Um, overall, I think if we are avoiding the real reason we're asking the question, is self-care selfish, then, you know, if we're staying at that superficial level, we're going to get a superficial answer. But let's go deeper on it. So if the question is really maybe hinting at the fear of the person asking that taking care of themselves is going to be inconsiderate, then we need to answer the question, is self-care inconsiderate? So what are some of the real concerns underneath the is self-care selfish question? How about asking, will I get into trouble? Will it make me a bad person? And will it hurt or negatively impact others? You know, asking these questions and getting below the surface of it makes it more obvious what our fears are. That basically most of us are afraid that practicing self-care will ultimately lead to negative consequences for ourselves or for others. We don't want to get into trouble, either officially or from our social circle. Fundamentally, humans are herd animals and we still have that tribe mentality. We are understandably afraid of backlash from our nearest and dearest because it's uncomfortable and, you know, historically it might have been quite dangerous. Subconsciously, we want to keep the tribe happy because that means we belong. We are safe. We won't be left out in the desert or the snow to try and survive on our own. Plus, a lot of us care a lot about our fellow human beings, whether they're our loved ones or perfect strangers. We don't wish ill on them and we hope to treat them as we would like to be treated. So we try and live our lives in a manner that considers others and avoids harming them in any way. Over and over again, we humans demonstrate an incredible generosity of spirit by helping other creatures when it has absolutely no benefit and perhaps even causes pain to us. This can be seen in extreme situations like natural disasters, but also in the everyday little things like slowing down our vehicles to let ducks cross the road. So I argue that the very fact that we're asking is self-care selfish or that we're actually afraid if we prioritize our own self-care that it's inconsiderate, the very fact that we're worried about that is a really good thing. It speaks to the fact that we care about others and we don't want to be inconsiderate. We don't want to hurt other people. What about the question, will self-care make me a better person? This is my reframe for the will it make me a bad person fear. Maybe that's a curious question for you, but it's an important one. Happiness and habits researcher Gretchen Rubin has a saying. When we give to ourselves, we can ask more from ourselves. You know, that's again, that plain safety message. Fit your own oxygen mask before helping anyone else. The underlying point of both of these maxims is that taking care of ourselves replenishes and restores us in a manner that actually allows us to carry on giving to and caring for others. There's another well-known motto in the self-care space, which I'm sure if you've been following me for a while you've heard, you can't pour from an empty cup. If you want to be a generous, giving, kind, loving, nurturing human being to others, you have to give to yourself first. Otherwise, it's not sustainable and it is a recipe for burnout, which we're going to talk about in the next episode. So what's the alternative? When we are talking about whether or not caring for ourselves is inconsiderate, I think it's important to consider the alternative and what the consequences of that would be. 
generally not caring for ourselves, leads us to needing help from others. At its worst, neglecting ourselves, ignoring our own needs, can mean that we end up being a burden on the ones we love, or at the very least, the welfare state. Now, we all need help now and then, and I'm absolutely not arguing against asking for help or relying on loved ones or welfare in times of true need. What I'm arguing for is preventative self-care. This is the kind that means we are responsible enough to look after our own needs and considerate enough of others that we prevent, wherever possible, ending up in a crisis that could have been avoided with a bit more self-care. If we all do this, then we will have far more to give when true emergencies and unavoidable crises happen. That's how we change the world. So look after yourself, do something for you today, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast. If you've enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe in your chosen podcast player so you don't miss an episode. I'd love it also if you would leave a rating and review in iTunes and share it with your friends. This really helps the podcast reach more people and together we can spread the message of teacher wellbeing to create thriving school communities. Don't forget there's also a review competition to celebrate the start of the podcast. So if you leave a review in the iTunes store before the 31st of March 2017, you'll go into the running to win some great prizes. Show notes for this episode can be found at selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash podcast. You can also find me at facebook.com forward slash selfcareforteachers and on Instagram my handle is at selfcareforteachers. So come along and follow me there.